Welcome to Inside Scoop with Sean Emery. Every week we are examining something new, bringing you closer to companies, sectors, and themes. This recording should not be construed as a substitute for personalized individual advice from Avery and Company or any guests on the show. This is for educational purposes only and not intended to make an offer or solicitation for any companies or securities mentioned. With that, let's get on with the episode. All right, great. We just finished the month of May and we have another monthly bulletin here at Avery. This is Sean Emery, the Chief Investment Officer. Uh, you know, every month on the monthly bulletin, what we're trying to do is lay out some of the product announcements, any fundamental news around our businesses, really keep you updated on what's going on with the fundamentals of these businesses. This month, we have three uh, data points to share uh, along with our monthly summary, where we go into how we think about uh, this prior month in terms of many of the things that are taking place in the world. There's a lot to talk about. May was a busy month. There was earnings reports across all different companies, from companies we own, from companies we are tracking and following. There were a bunch of investor days, which happens to be some of our uh, key bullet points for this month. Uh, And let's kick it off. So first and foremost, this month, we had two investor days, Square or Block. Uh, Again, uh, I'll keep calling it Square until... uh, uh, until we all can kind of come together and, and call it Block. But uh, Block or Square had their investor day this month. I will dig into the key takeaways of that. In addition, Wix had their investor day as well. Uh, pretty important timing, just given the fact of what's going on in the world. At investor days, what do we find out? We really find out what is taking place in the business, not only today, but how are they building the business for the future? Uh, making sure that those two things really align, right? In terms of where we think the company is today and where it's going to be, uh, what our thesis is going in, and again, how the overall business today and the shape of how they want to get to kind of one, two, three, four years, five years out, uh, what's the shape and curve, what's the investment spend uh, that is going to take place. In addition, Meta had a conversations conference. It was actually the first business messaging conference that they've had. They were sharing products that would make it easier for people and businesses worldwide to connect specifically through things like WhatsApp, Messenger, and Instagram Direct. You know, we think the most uh, significant announcement was that they opened up WhatsApp to all businesses with their new software integration. We think this is a pretty big deal, just given the fact that it allows businesses of all types to integrate, again, WhatsApp or Instagram Direct uh, or Messenger uh, directly into uh, their businesses' platforms. Super important, uh, because that's where people spend a lot of their time day to day. Lastly, Duolingo. So Duolingo launched their math product. It's in beta still today. Uh, but again, we think this is an important distinction of what you should think of Duolingo today versus potentially what they can be uh, in the future. And this is not about potential anymore. It's really reality. They have a beta that's out there. We're trialing it, seeing what it, uh, it looks like. They, they've already had Duolingo ABCs, which is a reading app. Uh, Uh, Again, I write in the piece basically how my son actually uses it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, But Duolingo Math, another repetitive type of curriculum that we think can do really, really well in the family of learning apps within Duolingo. So more to see on that as they roll that out this year. And I'll I'll highlight a little bit of my talking points. Um, So again, May was a busy month and our schedule was was rather filled. Earnings reports and investor days, like I talked about, you know, the, the, the important aspect of breaking down the month prior is really just to, again, tie ourselves back to the businesses. But not only that, when times are challenging and there's there's sentiment uh, that's fairly negative, we want to understand, again, the health of them today and how they're positioned for the future. Look, the list of challenges are are fairly long. 
And that is really the driving force uh, behind some of the weak investor sentiment. But we're starting to see positive signs in different areas that we help or we think should help uh, alleviate some of the concerns that are out there. I think the main concern is inflation and what that ultimately means for the Federal Reserve's pace and magnitude of rate hikes. So if you've been following our comments closely, we've been speaking about the declining price of used cars and other durable goods, which we think is starting to show in some of the official readings uh, in terms of consumer price index, CPI, reports that have been coming out. So remember, CPI, and this is probably the most important thing, is a lagging indicator. It really reflects what has happened and not necessarily what is happening. And generally, you know, what's happening and what's happened specifically when it's a month to month are pretty much the same. Uh, but when things are moving so fast, I think it's important to, to kind of break those two apart uh, because it's really around what's going to happen in the future. Uh, again, Google search trends. So if you follow our, our research fairly closely, Google search trends for car purchases, specifically used cars, have come down to the lowest levels on record. And a decline in used car prices has really followed that. So we, we track a bunch of websites that uh, track uh, used car prices, and they are down over the last 30 and 90 days. And we're actually seeing that in specific areas like SUVs and, and, and vans. Additionally, rent prices on apartment lists are falling. So they're falling, again, relative to they were a year ago. And again, remember, a consumer price index is it's really around rate of change. It's about uh, last year to this year. Uh, so we, we think ultimately what uh, apartmentlist.com, and if you go to our email that we send out, you can see in the chart that is displayed uh, that there's a pretty strong correlation between obviously uh, rent index uh, in terms of consumer price index and what some of these listing sites for rental prices are showing as well. And the real driver is that interest rates in the real economy, so think mortgages and kind of interest rates for purchasing a car, those are much higher uh, than what the Fed funds rate is today, which is sitting around 1%. So mortgage rates are around five, five and change at the national level. And what that ultimately is doing is suppressing some of the demand, which is leading and supporting weaker inflation readings. We think that will continue throughout the rest of the year. It's hard to pinpoint a single month when you, when you see declines. Uh, however, throughout the rest of 2022, we expect that to be the continued trend. You know, another primary concern is, is fear around a recession. So coming into 2022, I think we had, and, and some others, uh, expectations of weaker growth relative to the prior year. And, and this isn't entirely like a shocking idea. You know, it's really around just the extent of the growth in 2021. Uh, 2021 had stimulus from the year before and in the year uh, itself. Uh, and 2022 will not. So clearly the economy is lapping really strong growth. And that ultimately meant that growth would come down. Now, obviously, if rates and, and such are higher, that will uh, bring growth down more. But we believe that, again, this is a balancing act. And ultimately what that does is help alleviate some of the issues out there in terms of like supply chain and bring down uh, inflation over time. So we think those are in important distinctions as well. So kind of wrapping this section up is despite many of the kind of issues going on in the world, what we continue to witness is that many of these management teams are continuing to execute. They're trying to balance both cash flow, revenue growth, but most importantly, their future investments for the health of their businesses. We saw Zoom uh, within the last several weeks report, and they're seeing strong enterprise sales uh, growing 30 plus percent. Again, this just shows that there's different areas, despite the environment, where there's priorities for companies to build their business around certain priorities, whether it's how do we communicate externally and internally, um, and what are the products that we want to use, own, buy in that environment, despite kind of what's going on around us. So these are kind of structural demand, like structural uh, areas where we think the demand is, is strong. Uh, there may be weakness on the fringes, but generally speaking... Again, highlighting that enterprise number for Zoom. Salesforce, the leading CRM company, again, in the world uh, in terms of market share. 
They just reported here uh, this past week and 20% growth across the board, uh, 15% growth in five of the, all five of their segments, a billion dollar business. You know, Salesforce uh, sells to companies that are trying to build out a strong platform for their sales reps and support staff. You know, I think that's an important data point because, you know, if macro weakness or some other weakness was so uh, strong, uh, you would probably start to see some weakness in Salesforce's uh, ability to book new deals. Lastly, and, and some others along the chain is something like a Capri, which really sells to the luxury buyer for the most part, and they're showing sustained demand for luxury. Now, just to break down those three sections slightly more, uh, whether it's Square and Block, where we have another video specifically on that, so go check that out. Uh, they highlighted on their Investor Day in May that the they have these two ecosystems, Cash App, which is really around a, uh, building a digital wallet for receiving money, for spending money uh, with a debit card or such, investing uh, money uh, inside that app, having taxes uh, held or um, viewed inside the app. They also have their Square seller ecosystem that provides software services for sellers of kind of goods and services. They acquired Afterpay, which is the buy now, pay later platform, 120,000 merchants, 20 million users. And at the investor day, they really just clearly laid out the profits per ecosystem where Cash App and Square Seller um, are profitable, are incredibly profitable, specifically Square and Cash App growing wonderfully and profitable at the same time. Then the massive opportunity within those ecosystems and how they plan to have these ecosystems connect and converge over time. So we uh, left that uh, investor day very constructive on the current and long-term kind of opportunity there. Wix, they laid out, I guess the biggest takeaway was their financial target of $500 million in free cash flow over the next three years. You know, we think this is a big disconnect of where the market values the company today. So if you're assuming they reach that target over that time frame, this would suggest kind of a company valued around six to seven times the free cash flow and growing kind of 15, 20, 25% and that revenue reoccurring. And that's a big distinction of a lot of these companies where the, the revenue is reoccurring. Uh, in theory, if you get virtually no business, those users you're bringing on are not only uh, staying, but in many cases growing. And they call it uh, net revenue retention, which is how much they spend beyond their original and how much they spend year and year uh, after. Now let's go to, to meta uh, conversations. I know we talked about it, um, but a little bit more dialogue around that because I think it is important to the underlying business and how you should continue to think about how they extend their platform. You know, they're opening up WhatsApp and, and many of their messaging tools to third parties think companies that, you know, companies want to be where the consumer is and the consumer is living and chatting and communicating on platforms such as WhatsApp. And I laid out an example where, you know, I was looking for a book and I was scrolling on Instagram and that book came up and it said, click to message. This then prompted me uh, where to, uh, how to, how to, how to message them and kind of asked me, where do I want to message them? Whether it's uh, uh, directly on Instagram through Instagram direct, or is it a, a messenger? Or is it WhatsApp? And I clicked WhatsApp and it quickly brought me to a business page on WhatsApp. We communicated directly. I figured out exactly what I wanted. It was a very seamless experience. Importance of that is it was very user-friendly for me. It's exactly where I want to be in terms of how I communicate with uh, companies and people. Um, it's very explicit in terms of this is a business account. And lastly, I think uh, from a financial standpoint, it's a new form of advertising for the business where they can calculate conversion. We talked about Duolingo Math. You know, this is so important to the extendability of this company. You know, the CEO the other day said, we want to be a hundred year old company. And that's what we're building too. And we're big believers in the business. We had idea day at the beginning of the year where we had the CFO on there and spoke high, or spoke about the, their business and how they're building it, how they think about monetizing users, how they think about extending the platform. Uh, very good stuff there. So check that out. You know, that's it. That's the month of May, a busy month. 
Um, hopefully, again, as the, the year continues to progress, many of the uh, issues, uh, many of them are real issues. Some of them are just noise. Either way, sentiment, uh, we think, is uh, at rock bottom, should improve over time. Uh, and again, really focusing on the outcomes of the, these businesses and how they're navigating that. Last but not least, Monday, uh, June 6th, we have our uh, How Our Investment Companies Are Navigating World Dynamics webcast, Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've sent out that email. If you haven't got it, just shoot us an email at team at averyco.com and we'll add you to the email list to get you there. It'll be recorded as well. But with that, I'm out.